Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and I'm joined again by Jackie and Matt this week. We recorded an extra episode because as we wrapped up our normally scheduled discussion earlier this week, we've been chatting around afterwards and just sort of wondering to ourselves, what is going to happen to Wonder Woman? We were really curious. We went through the whole sort of upcoming slate of DC movies and we're speculating on, well, nothing else seems to really hinge on it coming out. And then the next day, the news broke that Wonder Woman is going to still come out on Christmas, but it's also coming out at home on HBO Max. And here is what the director, Patty Jenkins, had to say. She said it via social media. She said, the time has come. At some point you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over everything else. We love our movie as we love our fans. So we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. Watch it in theaters where it's made safe to do so. Check out the great work theaters have done to make it so. And available in the safety of your home on HBO Max where it is not. Happy holidays to all of you. We hope you enjoy our film as much as we enjoyed making it. So that means that if you have HBO Max, which if you have HBO, chances are you actually had HBO Max and you just might not have known how to adjust your service or sign in, you get it for free or you get it at no additional cost. Unlike, unlike the Mulan experiment, you don't have to pay 20 or 30 extra dollars. You just get this with your subscription. Please don't go see it in theaters. As much as I want to support it, it just, it's not safe. Everywhere is getting their second wave. Stay safe, wear a mask, stay at home, don't go see people. The other thing I wanna mention is this is generally not meant to be a breaking news podcast. However, we were just so excited by this information we felt the need to get together and discuss. And without further ado, here's our discussion on all of the things implied by this exciting news. Yeah, I mean, I, I, normally I wouldn't call us together for this bonus this quickly, but I was like, oh, we were talking about it after we recorded last night, about just being like, what are they going to do with Wonder Woman? Is it important to the rest of their... Because like with Marvel, every single piece matters in terms of the collective storytelling of their universe. From what we could gather from the DC side, like nothing really hinged on Wonder Woman coming out. And so now that they've decided it's in theaters, but also on HBO Max on Christmas, I'm like, what does this mean? How do we feel? Now, I was going to say to that note, especially because we're going back to 1984 and I'm not sure, you know, it feels very standalone in that way. I'm like right. some random thing. <laughs> But I gotta tell you, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the movie theater and I, I adore things in theaters and I always, I think we all do, but you know, I, I like really thought this would be such a great, great thing for a theater, but I'm oddly not, I'm not upset about it because I just, I just want it and I just want new stuff and <laughs> yeah. another push might have just made me sadder and sadder than ever. So it's like, I just want it. I think it's just like Patty said in her tweet, you know, if you can bring joy to people at this time, you should bring joy to people at this time. And I, I was like, yes, I, I want this. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm definitely bummed I won't get to see it in theaters. Probably my county just went back to purple. So I don't know right. yeah. what that means. But basically like- No theaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to go to a theater anytime soon. No, um, you are not. I don't we are in the same think... county. We are not going anywhere. <laughs> so the ability to see this movie does give me a little bit of light. It makes me really happy and look forward to it. And- I've, I've been wanting to see it for so long. Yeah. I'm sad I won't get to see it in theaters, but I'm I'm just kind of happy I'll get to see it. I like that I don't have to choose. I, I can't remember if we talked about it extensively on the podcast, but like I'm Jewish. <laughs> and so Christmas is a, it's a movie day for me, generally speaking. In the past few years, it's been more challenging because one, I tend to have seen everything in advance at this point. And then two, like my sister isn't a big movie fan. And so if there's nothing that comes out on Christmas that really we can all agree upon it's become harder and harder and she's I, I think I told you all this she left once 
during the middle yeah. of it, or not even the middle, like 10 minutes into Fences. But that's yeah. more, first of all, worst movie we could pick for Christmas. <laughs> I don't blame her. I wish I'd left too. But it was just, you know, it sort of was like, okay, we should stop forcing this tradition just because I like going to the movies mm. on Christmas. We still do the Chinese food thing, which is, works for the other half of my heritage. But yeah. I like that this Christmas, I don't have to pick between Soul and Wonder Woman. Like I get to watch them both because they are both going to come out and I have however many hours I'm awake on Christmas to watch. I don't have to pick. Families aren't going to have to pick. You are going to have something to watch all day. Yeah, and I think I think that's really cool. And I, I like you, you know, I am, I'm not religious of any kind, but we do celebrate Christmas. I was raised growing up so on Christmas, things like that. And so we do. I go to the movie I, for the last, I think, 15 years. I think this will be the first that I won't be going to a movie theater to see a movie on Christmas day. Like it's become like a tradition of my own, whether it's by myself. A lot of times my sister Jamie will tag along uh, cause she's usually willing to watch most of the big things that are coming out around then. And it's usually big titles that are coming out. So it, it is exciting in that way. I, I still, I think I mentioned on our, our, the text that I, I still think it's wild that they're doing HBO max. I love it, but mm -hmm. I, I just shocked. I know it'll be available for rent too. Probably. I imagine maybe not, but no, I, I think it's it's just it's either HBO Max or Bust. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, and that makes sense. And and so they're seeing it as a play for a subscription to HBO Max, you know, mm -hmm. which makes sense and that's cool. But I I just find it so surprising. And so it's interesting that two of the bigger and maybe Soul being because of you know we we all love animation and we have personal connection to Pixar and all these things. So for me, that's a big movie this year. So when I look at like two of the bigger movies of the year are just going to be available to me for all intents and purposes free because <laughs> I'm already paying for the services whether they were on them or not which right. is incredible it's unbelievable because we were talking about how we would each pay for it mm -hmm. and then I was talking in a separate friend thread I am sorry I do how dare friend. you um, it's true I, it's shocking. We were also talking, you know, and every single one of them were like, well, we paid $30 for Mulan. I would pay at least that for Wonder Woman. Right. Right. I, I mean, thinking about Mulan did not get received well. And, and I think that one unfortunately speaks to the quality of the film itself. Like, I just, I have to acknowledge it was not a great film. But two, people were peeved that they had to pay for something that they were already paying for, right? Like they felt like, hey, because this is on a service that, and, and because Warner Brothers really just has HBO Max, they would have either had to let somebody else take a cut of it, or they could make this play for subscribe to our service. Right. And I think that's the route they went, which I, I think it's the smarter route, right? Like they have this huge branding problem with HBO Max. Like people don't know what it is. People don't realize that pretty much you were paying for it already if you were paying for HBO. Right. Like, just log in differently. And so I think that they probably learned from Disney in that whether or not the movie itself is amazing, there's still this whole expectation and sentiment that will weigh this movie down and might prevent other people from paying for it. So yeah, they, they're playing the long game, I think. Yeah, and it's interesting because they could have done the same thing with Mulan, but the thing about Mulan, because where I look at it and I'm saying, if HBO Max had come out and said, hey, we're doing this thing where it's gonna be an additional 30 bucks, you can rent this movie early access, yeah most likely would have done it. I would have kind of scoffed at it again like I did with Mulan, but I would have done it probably. I think what kind of helped my perspective about the Mulan angle was only that it was getting early access to it and getting early forever access to it. And at the time mm -hmm. we didn't know exactly when it was going to be on Disney Plus forever, but that was the end goal it was going to be. And once you rented it, you got it forever. So if I loved it and wanted to watch it 10 times in the first two months, I could have. So right. if this was like a thing where on my iTunes or on Amazon or something, it was, hey, pay $30 to rent this. Uh, I, I don't know that I would have been like, I would have done it probably, but I would have not thrilled because it's like a 48 hour rental and then you're done. It's like, oh, <laughs> but if HBO Max had done a thing where like, you know, they let you rent it and then have early access and it's going to live there forever after mm -hmm. that could have been cool, but I'm more happy about free. So <laughs> it's all a non-issue.
Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, then that's the thing, right? We're referring to it as free. It's not free. We're all paying for HBO. But that's that's sort of, I think, the psychology of putting it out this way. You build that good sentiment. And also, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is a toy play in that they get to release all of the toys in advance of or pre-order or whatever, just in time for the holidays. Like, I don't know in terms of spoilers what that's going to mean. Like, I don't want to know, you know, because yeah. that's, that's the thing that Disney did with the child that was fantastic and that they didn't put those toys out and it was a gamble and it paid off for them. But with Wonder Woman, I'm like, oh, what are you going to, how, what's, what's your timing going to look like? When you look at the timing of it all, we even got trailers. And I was saying this to uh, someone on a text thread the other day about movies like even Soul. It makes you wonder the find like the trailer that we got where we got the reveal of what Cheetah looks like in her full Cheetahness. Like that was after the release date was already supposed to happen. So it's this thing where since we would we have would that would that have been a surprise in the movie if we hadn't had to wait this long. So I'm wondering what they've already kind of given us that they didn't intend to give us in right. that respect. And if toys make it even worse. That's kind of sad because we do want surprises. And well, I think the biggest the <laughs> biggest surprise to me is how are you going to explain Chris Pine in this damn oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's the number one question I have about this. Yeah. Of course, we're all, all wondering that. We're yeah. All, you know, it's it's, it's trying. Angle, but... I'm, I'm really trying to, to support and trust Patty. Mm-hmm. She's making it difficult. You know, she's making it a little difficult with the bringing back Chris thing. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna see how it plays. I do, I was sad when, for many reasons, that Mulan went to streaming just because I was like, oh, this was the first, you know, big Disney female helms, female starring, Asian starring one. And then with this, I'm like, oh, it's another female helm starring, etc one that is going to streaming and is Black Widow next, which I know, I know. you two would both rejoice about. And I'm not saying it's a bad move either, right? But I'm, I'm just curious if studios are willing to take that risk because they are the female-led films, you I know? I think this is going to be really telling. And that's the thing is I, at this point, because I've waited, well, we've all waited, but <laughs> this so long for this Black Widow movie, it's a thing where if they do bump it and they just release it and say, hey, you know what? It's coming out now in May, no matter what. And if theaters are not ready, which they likely won't be, we are going to go streaming and that's just what it's going to be. And it'll be in theaters and any markets that have theaters open. But, you know, if that happens, I, I'm going to understand and respect it. But then I'm also going to be really irritated because then it's like, not that we could have known, but it's like, okay, so you could have just given this to me the year, a year earlier when it was supposed mm-hmm. to come out in the same capacity. And I could yeah, have had it. If- but I think they would have need to be, be been worn down basically to that totally, point. Totally. And that's the thing. And, and it's, you know, obviously with what you're saying, it's like, obviously, yes, like Natasha is Scott Johansson, a white woman who has everything in Hollywood already. So it's not as meaningful as a Mulan or even even a Wonder Woman at that point, but it's still a female-led superhero film. And it's like, uh, of course, like this, I'm, I'm glad we got Wonder Woman, the first one in theaters, and mm-hmm. uh, that happened and paved a lot of ways for things, I think. But yeah, it's like this year where we're getting these things, it's just like, oh, <laughs> not that I want it any other year, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just these these films would have been so important um, and great to be released in large format theaters where we all could have just gone and seen that. I would have seen it 10 times probably, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is hard. And it's hard because so much of the argument, even though, you know, I think people are wrong, obviously, so much of the argument, I think, behind closed doors has been can the female-led superhero film bring in the same big bucks that the male-led films bringing in and that's part of why they have not greenlit them and then now we see this happening and there's no way 
with a, with Black Widow going to Disney Plus or something, or even just going to rental, there's no way it's going to bring in a fraction of the money these other films have brought in in previous years. And they'll know that there's a difference, of course, because of the way it's being released. But we we can't, you know, Wonder Woman kind of came out and proved, yes, they can. <laughs> you know, yeah, we need more to follow up. Captain Marvel did well, but we need more to follow up and say, yes, they can, and they will continue to. But now it's like we have these two that are just going to kind of not be as so i'm i'm interested to see like what what the if if another sort of male or even sort of ensemble led one is going to do the same like suicide squad is on the docket for next year and we're not expecting any sort of the suicide squad which come on like like like, so so um (laughs) which you know i have weird mixed feelings towards the first suicide squad film i don't I, i I didn't hate it, you know? I, I just, there were parts it. of it that were fun that- I do not hate that movie on any level and people know this about me. I, I do not think it's a great film. I'm never going to be like, oh, you should definitely watch it, Love Suicide Squad. But I actually watch it sometimes and I, I find it, I find it funny. I find it incredibly cheesy and weird in parts. The structure is really problematic and strange, but there are moments that I just, I, I think are really fun. And I, I think it didn't take itself too seriously and I like that about it. But I could absolutely see that being one with other like, yeah, all right, just go to streaming. You're going to streaming totally, now. <laughs> totally. And then my big, my, out of all of these, the one that I wonder about the most is Eternals because Eternals, just with the way my brain's working about where I think things might go with the Marvel Universe in this next phase, uh, Eternals to me seems like something that is going to be based on timing. Like that one's going to matter, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit more than something like Black Widow is going to matter. And that's where, like we kind of talked about last time about these shows and kind of like they want to move forward and have all these things being released. But what at what point does something have to give where you do just have to, I think we have to release this film because they need this info for this or... I mean, no matter what, I'm still, I'm just like giddy at the thought of getting to see Wonder Woman this year. Like that, that I think that was such a smart move on their part because the longer this dragged out, the more I... The, the more, first of all, our expectations were going to build and there was no way it was going to So even if she can't explain the Chris Pine thing, even if it's disappointing, we'll all be able to go, all right, well, that was all right. Yeah. I didn't have to pay for it. I didn't have to go anywhere. I'm glad I got to see something new. I think that's it. It's the allure of getting something new that we're actually looking forward to. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm very, very, very excited. Luckily, my family are very into watching movies on holidays. That's the other thing. I'm like, I feel like this is a movie. Well, I know it's going to be Soul. Soul is going to be the one that we all watch without question. But I feel like this is something that they would be open to. Like, we haven't gotten sort of blockbusters like this around the holidays either in a very long time. It's geared towards award season and, uh, you know, summer's blockbusters, fall and winter are award season. January is suddenly spooky season again somehow. I don't know when or why that became like horror town. All the movies that wanted October but didn't want to pay for it and they just pushed and they're like, okay. But I, or compete with the other stuff in October. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we've been getting Star Wars films. We've historically gotten like uh, Middle Earth films, things like that, but it's never on Christmas. It's like right. before. And so a lot of times I would always see a new movie on Christmas, but I always would take my parents to go see the new uh, Middle Earth film or the new Star Wars film, whatever it was at the time. It's usually, it's usually me taking my parents to go see whatever new epic film is out mm-hmm. to keep them up to date. Yeah, but I, I definitely remember there were years where it was it was a, it was a stretch. And maybe, again, oh. part of this was trying to get four different people to agree on something. But we've seen some real doozies in my family oh, on Christmas Day. To get one person to agree on it sometimes has been tough. I went to The Wolf of Wall Street on Christmas one time, and I didn't even want to see it. But it was just, That's I, had, a... I had to go to a movie on Christmas, and it came out. And I, yeah. I, but there was nothing else I cared about, you know? So it's like, sometimes it's rough. It's rough out here, but... I feel very, I just, it's this weird streak of a tradition thing I've got going on. And I just, it's like, okay, I got to go to movie on Christmas. And sometimes 
it's getting up early and going in the morning before if we do anything that day we do Christmas Eve pretty big you know usually so it's getting up early and doing that or it's going late at night after dinner or something but it's like I'm always going to something and I try to make it something new and you know so I guess this year maybe since I can't go to a theater at least I get two new movies that I'm looking forward to right we're gonna take a quick break and be right back Uh, okay wait here's here's the question which order are you going to watch them in probably soul first because I because my sister animated on it and so it's a thing where I imagine what you know whether we're separate or we were together or whatever it is I imagine like around midnight she and I would be staying up to watch that together and so you if we're social distancing and doing this thing and we do what i call a spirit viewing we'll probably stay up together and do it in text at midnight so i, I imagine that's what we'll be doing first jackie what about you do you have a do you, do you think you know which order you're gonna go in i don't i don't know yet i don't have a i don't i don't know i've asked actually explicitly i'm like nobody tell me anything about soul <laughs> like i don't want to know the plot details i don't want to know and so i'm like i but i know i'm gonna cry because i just it doesn't matter if it's the happiest of pixar movies i'm gonna cry at some point mm-hmm. and so i'm like do i emotionally wreck myself early and then possibly like ruin the day for me not ruin but you know i i set a tone and then then go into this crazy action thing or do i start off with the crazy action thing and then go into like end on a and the day on like, okay, I'm ready for this. I just, yeah. I can go to bed afterwards. And, and, but I think I might do the midnight thing as well. And then just sleep through and be like, okay, it's the next day. It doesn't count. Yeah, no, it's a valid, it's a valid thought process. I, I think for me, even though Pixar movies often wreck me and everything, I think going in and watching the shorter film, that's the animated film and that is not like more, I think that'll like, it's like, I'll do that early in the day. And then like Wonder Woman, is I'm going to want to have like my popcorn, probably a glass of wine or whatever I'm drinking, whatever, and just kind of make- You act like you can't start drinking first thing in the morning. I- <laughs> Are you judging upon the mimosa that I will be having with <laughs> No judgments at all. But it just feels kind of like a movie night thing. It, yeah. Me, you know, like that kind of where I'm going to be okay, excited and get ready and just, you know. And yeah, I could do that at 7 a.m. if I wanted to, but it feels like it'll be a, a night thing for me. I mean, you know what the big scary thing is though? Spoilers. Right, because like everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna have to turn off their phones and computers, and like don't don't exchange holiday messages with anyone. It's just blackout silence until you watch both movies that day. We've talked about this before. I know Jackie and I talk about this with each other all the time about things too. But it's like I don't even want reactions from people. I don't like. I don't want Uh, to you thought about it. I don't want. I don't. And even I'm like this. Even with like I have a cousin sometimes who you know she's wonderful. We're close, but she'll text me watching a housewife show and and be like. Like, oh, have you watched Housewives? I'm so mad at so, 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 and so, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm just like, okay. And she's like, well, I didn't spoil anything. And I'm like, you did. You're like, let me know you're mad at so and so. So I'm guessing they're going to do something. It's like, right. You're informing how I'm thinking going into this. And I want to know nothing. I don't even want to know if you liked it. Just, <laughs> you know, like, until I watch it. And then we can talk all night about it. And we will, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't want any kind of reaction at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not to, but like, Jackie and I were lucky enough to see the last few Star Wars like a little bit early because we went to the press screenings and it was just like, nobody talked about anything. And so I was like, I can only talk to one other human being about this. And thankfully it's Jackie, but the pressure of being like, don't slip up. And people would, if you told anyone that you went, you had to be like, I can't react at all because anything I do will spoil something for you, right? Like if you ask me if it's good or bad, that will influence your, and I don't want to do that to other people, but I also don't want them to do it to me. Exactly. And sometimes you have to like- I don't want them to try to be, that was so hard trying to like keep your face neutral enough that people who know you really well won't know what you thought about the film. Well, yeah, because Jackie, has, we have a tradition. She comes down here often to LA for big movies like that when they come out because we like to watch them together. And when you started going to earlier screenings together, 
she would come down, but she wouldn't even tell me she saw it. Like I'd know because oh. she would say, oh yeah, I went, blah, blah. but like she would, she would just not even talk about, you know, cause she knows I don't want to know. And I wouldn't ask anything. The only time that there was anything that I kind of could guess a little something about how she felt was when The Last Jedi came out. She had bought a costume for uh, Amalyn Holdo. And obviously, because I mean, I remember seeing that in Vanity Fair and be like, why are you in Star Wars, Jackie? Like, it was like, you know, Laura Dern dressed in all purple and stuff. And it's like, it's Jackie's vibe. And so she had bought like a costume and she still wore it to the movie down here, which told me that mm. Holdo was not trash. Because if, you know, <laughs> because honestly, just we were really excited for the, for Force Awakens, we were really excited about What's her face? I can't remember her name. <laughs> the the silver Brianna Brianna Dark. <laughs> oh, we were so excited for her, and uh, we put like a phasma stuff. Phasma like, yes, and yes. He had seen that early and come down and had a phasma helmet. I don't think she would have worn it. And then I would. <laughs> Although oh, I, I don't think Jackie, we didn't see that one early together. No, right? no, no, you guys did. That was yeah. No, just last year. Yeah, and, and yeah. in the last movie, you guys did the the right right, but. But yeah, so, you know, she was always a pro at that. And it's hard because, you know, Jackie and I have known each other for years and have such similar movie tastes in a lot of ways about these fandoms we love that knowing what she thought about it would matter to me if I, if I had to find that out. So it's, been, it's hard, but it, yeah, we were all on the same page there. Yeah, and that, that's why I'm like, okay, well, now, now the panic of like, are they going to do like early screeners for people? Are they going to do whatever? You know, just being like, nobody spoil this film because I've also had to sit and wait in anticipation for however long. And Again, I still trust in Patty, but have concerns. And so if somebody's going to tell me anything about it, I'm going to be like, no. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like, question. It, okay. Yeah. If we're going to see, that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to be with my family. Because I was just thinking that the only bummer for me is that I have to watch it with them in the same room. And they're not going to have the same enthusiasm level enthusiasm as I will and I, you know I'm gonna want everything to be completely silent mm -hmm. no questions pay attention no one's gonna tell you what the plot is if you are not paying attention do your own homework rewatch the last one on your own first like <laughs> yeah and unfortunately you know as much as I love my mother and I love her a lot she's one of my favorite people on the whole planet you know Su Susan Mox is is not known for paying attention That's well that's fine. My mother is in the same well, and boat. She, and she can get anxious about, like, Susan Mox once told me that she she reads a lot and she'll read the ending of a book before she'll read the rest of the book so that she doesn't have to stress <laughs> about it. And so I can imagine during a movie, I've only been to movies in theaters with her and she has not been bad, but I can imagine during a movie, she probably has things to say. Oh my God. I want silence. And I'm like, I want it pitch black in here. I want it like, you know. <laughs> I find that so upsetting. That's, I, I mean, I get it, I guess, but I find the idea of it so upsetting where I'm like, I don't want to know anything about the end like i know i'm gonna go on the journey I, remember she me, I was like wait but wait but like the end is in like the last sentence of the book are you like, no i read the last few pages i read i want to find out how like, she let me go read the last chapter of books before she finishes and i'm like i would i would never and i would <laughs> then i would never finish the book yeah. because I'd be like, yeah oh. I, I just feel like i know how this ended no thank you yeah, no, she's hilarious. But I agree that same thing went back when, I mean, obviously now there's been, you know, talk of we might be all social distancing for holidays and stuff through the end of the year, which is probably the smart thing to do. But before that was all kind of in my mind as a thing that could very likely be happening, Jamie, my sister Jamie and I had talked about with Soul and we had talked about the midnight thing because my family will want to watch that because it's Jamie's movie. It's like, they're going to want to watch that no matter what. 
but I can't watch it with all of them the first time. I just can't. Oh yeah, we've <laughs> talked about this. I I said I'm in the same like Wait, I will watch movies and the dogs start barking and they bark forever and then they're just like oh whatever. It's just, oh let's pause here. But I'm like nope. I'm like I'm gonna have to do that by myself. And they won't want to watch Wonder Woman, so that'll be another solo thing probably with my sister. So <laughs> if we were together, but yeah, it's it's very hard. <laughs> I don't even have a bedroom when I stay with my parents now, so it's like I can't really. Can't go anywhere. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. I'm gonna have to watch it with them if we're together, which I don't right. obviously know if that's gonna be possible. I so. mean, based on your mother's viewing and or reading habits, it sounds like maybe it might be this might be the thing that finally like tips over the like, no, I'm sorry, mom. I really can't I know you want me here for the holidays, but one, it's not safe. And two, I need to watch Wonder Woman. And you just blame it on the safety, the whole thing. You're like, I really want to be there, but I just it's just I just I can't and you're just at home all day pitch black watching Wonder Woman five times. Your time to zoom? And then they call, and then you like, you like, just okay. put on the sniffles. You're like, I know, I'm so sad, I can't be there. And then, yeah, like, I miss you so much. Patty, keep talking. Hold on, it's the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be an interesting year, but I, I think it's, yeah, it's exciting. We've got two big movies on Christmas Day to look forward to. Now, Dana, my question to you is mm. if you being that you are in this world where you review movies and do all this, if you were to get an early screener of it, would you wait till Christmas Day to kind of do the whole like Christmas Day thing or would you just watch it? No, I'm going to watch it as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> are you kidding me? When I said, are they going to be screeners? I am literally my mind plotting and begging and praying to the screener gods. This whole moving to HBO Max thing does change things yeah. because like HBO Max so far has not, I, and again, we're, you know, we're such a small, like, I'm such a small out like comparatively, but I'm like, yeah. this is a game changer in terms yeah. of like, I definitely would have no questions asked been invited to a soul screening and a Wonder Woman screening had we been in theaters. But this whole, there's, there's tears of criticism and I just, I want it. I want it so bad. I'm hoping so badly. I'm like, who do I know at Warner Bros? No, it's just, it's. Yeah, I get it. I would probably. I'm sp- I, I fully acknowledge, fully privileged, fully spoiled. I'm so grateful for all of the opportunities. But like, yes, I will be watching this as soon as I get my. No, and I don't blame you. I would too. On it. I would too. I, part of me is very like, I like the idea of, oh yeah, watch it on Christmas, like a Christmas Day thing. But it's like, if I got it, there's no way I could prevent. I would. Oh, and then I will, no matter what, be watching it again on Christmas Day. Like, I, independent of whether or not I get both of these things early, I will be watching them again on the that day. Yeah. Yeah, it feels, it's, it's something to look forward to to kind of close out the year for sure. And then watch like 20 times. In yeah, the and now I, I only hope that- I know, I'm pretty excited that we'll get to watch it so much. Yeah. yeah. Cause it could have been one of those rent for 48 hours things. Exactly, that's what I was saying. It's like, if it was 30 bucks, you rent it and it goes away after the weekend, that I would die. So I like that they're doing that where it's just probably gonna be on there forever, right? So- Yeah, or at least for like a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And that's so, the other thing I'm curious about. Like, do you offer it for sale after? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I really want to know what this deal looks like as far as how, you know, theatrical and streaming same day. Cause you know, there's been so much contention about that this year, namely with like AMC and universal, but talking about whether deals can be restructured and stuff. And I've often said like, yeah, like why can't we do two week theatrical release exclusivity windows and then go to mm-hmm. streaming or whatever it is, you know, but there's a little bit of window, but this is more than I even thought where they're just same day. And it's interesting to see uh, how that works. You know, like I want to see, I want to see those deals. I think theaters are just, they're desperate at this point where they're like, okay, we, we have to do what we have to do. We got to get these. Yeah, deals. we'll take what we can get. Which is smart. Okay. Yeah. I do, I do wonder like who's 
gonna go to the idea of releasing it in theaters on Christmas is a strange one to me in terms of that might be the one day that people who might be willing to go to theaters and assuming theaters are open will be with their families and so you are kind of creating these opportunities of and and maybe I'm mostly thinking about the U.S. but the rest of the world is starting to have their second wave of you know or in the middle of their second wave of you know like it's not safe to bring a bunch of people to a theater even if in you're in you know a pod of I, I get why patty said like please see it in theaters if you can but i'm like please don't please don't it's well it's also interesting to that point because as you know i've been to movie theaters during this and like i was saying when you do book and it's like the one the seats immediately next to you and the ones in front of you and behind you are grayed out so if you think about it that way it's like if four families of seven or eight wanted to go to this, they would take up most of the theater because <laughs> you can't. Or, or there are those deals where you can rent out an entire theater for yeah. like a hundred bucks and or something like that, right? Like I assume this will be more expensive, but. Sure. I think they have to go by 250 for newer movies or something, but even so, if you have enough people, people might, you know, people end up pay that. But it's interesting just because, yeah, if you were just booking it as a normal theater, you wouldn't, if there were sizable families trying to go out as their, their day of going out the movies together it, it would be really hard to do that on Christmas <laughs> it just I don't think you could fit that many but especially because once you're sitting together with your family then it's like it blocks out the all of them behind you and all of them in front of right. you. the whole row is just gone in front of behind you yeah it's it's, it's it's very interesting and I you know the, the theater rental thing I wondered if how that would obviously with theaters closing so much and everything I don't know where what areas they're doing the theater rental things whereas like I don't know if that's everywhere if that was just I, do, I don't know. It's not an ad for Cinemark, but I guess, I, you know, yeah. all Cinemark. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very, very, very interesting. But it, it just seems like one of those days where this year, even if you were a family who normally went on Christmas Day to the movies, you might be like, okay, well, my risk this year was going to see my family. Like for the people, I guess, who are in that sort of cusp of awareness of... <laughs> you know corona and and not completely ignoring it versus like that that kind of tier of people who are like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna take a calculated risk Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna go see my family and that will be my big thing i don't think you're gonna get them to also go to a theater but there is probably a whole contingent of people who are like it's a hoax i'm gonna go to the movies right that's the thing but yeah it's it's or if you are taking that risk and then everyone's coming from all over and then everyone decides to go to the movies it's kind of like oh well i don't know (laughs) but yeah but so excited so excited i know it's it is it's exciting i'm i've I've gotten past the more past the sadness of not having it in a theater near me and more toward the excitement of getting it and so i hope that if that becomes the fate of black widow i hope that excitement will take over rather than i mean you know you know who i really want to see what they do with is james bond yeah, I'm very curious about James Bond. Because they said, movie. I, I read somewhere that it was like some service offered them, no, they wanted $600 million to go onto streaming. Okay. And I don't even know if that meant um, $600 million plus, you know, quote, box office sales. If it was like, hey, we'll be available for rent mm-hmm. or hey, we'll buy something along those lines. And, you know, Six? whatever, whoever they were talking to said too, too much. Well, I mean, like, what does a movie, I mean, I, I know there's money involved besides box office numbers, but I'm like, what does a James Bond movie make in the box? I mean, I know it makes, it may, I mean, it makes a lot of money, it makes but, good money, but $600 million. Is a, <laughs> that's a, inter, global box office gross. Yeah. Probably that. Yeah. Yeah. But you, no one can guarantee that. So right. I, I mean, totally. asking for yeah. that for streaming is a little in, you know, especially because streaming is household instead of per individual right you make less money streaming it's just more steady income i do think well i think that's the thing right is like they're from a studio that does not have a streaming service to hawk 
And so they were like, okay, well, we, you know, we won't get a long-term gain in terms of subscribers out of this. So we can't, we need this piece of the puzzle. But I'm also like, as much as I love James Bond, generally, it's not something that would make me go like, yes, I would subscribe to, you know, I'd do a trial or I'd do a month or I'd do whatever, but it it just doesn't have the sort of, I think, cultural clout anymore that Wonder Woman has. It looks like I just looked up Spectre, I think was the last Bond, right? It's in 2015. I looked that up and on MDB says the cumulative worldwide gross was 880,674. So- You mean million, right? I'm sorry, million, yeah. I was like, wow, I mean, I didn't really like Spectre, but I didn't think it was that bad. (laughs) Yeah, 880 million. Um, Okay. So yeah, I guess- They don't make anywhere close. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because honestly, Spectre wasn't great. I think, uh, you know, Skyfall people liked, but like the the Daniel Craig ones, I do think make a, a pretty, chunk of change so yeah i guess 600 million but but again we're talking that's box office and it yeah it's, it's very interesting to see how they come up with these numbers because oh yeah and then you know skull before it made it made over a billion so but 600 million dollars you have to think about like that revenue has to be a large percentage of any stream you know what i mean like yeah. netflix makes billions of dollars right but not all of them do right and so 600 million dollars of your I mean, Disney makes 11 kajillion dollars, but they couldn't go on Disney because they don't show Disney Plus is very just like, it's our stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so you'd have to go to, you'd have to be going out to your HBOs and your- I don't even know if HBO is because HBO. of how complicated. You, you, I think you'd have to go to your Netflixes. You'd have to go to your Apple TV. Yeah, and they could buy it. And maybe they would. I mean, this is a this is a dated joke now at this point. But I was like, you can go to your Quibi's and try to release it every six minutes. <laughs> yeah, vertical fifteen minutes at a time. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> just, I don't. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I didn't well, do it. Nobody. Nobody well, no, thought they but, could do it because that's why Quibi failed. But I mean, like, <laughs> I would. But I would be there watching Bond in the theater because I actually am looking forward to this one. And I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. If, if they did do something like that, like I know we're joking, but I don't think yeah. I would even do it a Quibi for that because <laughs> even though I want to see this film. So it's just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That That's very interesting. I wonder who they kind of went out to. I, I assume Netflix was had to be on that call list. I'm sure. You know. I'm sure Netflix was the top of that call list. Yeah, although Universal is involved with Bond. Look at production companies, it's, it's MGM, but Universal stuff like that and I wonder it's like I mean Peacock? Peacock I mean I don't know I mean it's you know but maybe it'd be a Peacock thing where it was like a premium access because you know there's tiers of Peacock where I don't I like I have access to Peacock through my cable and I don't have yet to sign in <laughs> so it's like yeah so I have it and I have like the middle tier but basically you can get the lowest tier but it comes with commercials and everything mm-hmm. if you do the 499 tier it's way more limited commercials and if you watch a movie I think you might sometimes have a commercial at the beginning but it's not gonna ever interrupt the film and then the highest tier for $10 is no commercials ever. Oh. So it's like they have those three tiers, but it is free and you have access to stuff for free. But then they're like originals. I think you have to unlock those with a little higher tiers. I don't know. But I mean, it could be an interesting, if that was a thing they ever entertained, it could be an interesting play for them because so far, I don't think Peacock has really had a thing that has been like, oh, this, you, you must have this. You know. No, I think I think Peacock in the spring is going for like TV shows. Yeah. You know, because they like picked up a bunch of shows. They're like, it's now a Peacock original. And like, right. I'm, I didn't watch that show anyway, which is now how it became a Peacock original. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they, no shade to those shows. No, it's just yeah. it's like they're more niche. They're no. And I've actually and I've watched several. I've enjoyed what Peacock's been doing pretty well. I mean, like I, I I'm a big Universal movie monster fan, and they this year just going on there. I have all the the 
the main ones that I own, of course, but going on there and you get all the, the sequels and all the different, they have all like so much on there and stuff. It's like, it's, it was cool for Halloween time and they've got some stuff and, you know, I've watched a couple of their like original shows and they've been okay, but yeah, it could be a big play for them though. If they decided they want to do something like that and it's like, okay, everyone all of a sudden needs to get Peacock real quick if they want to watch this movie. That could be right. But yeah, 600 million. I think the studios would probably consider that still somewhat of a loss. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's a loss, but I think that's like the acceptable break even, I'm sure, is what they said. I'm sure they're like, you know, we can still feel okay about it because they paid so much money to move it in the first place. Right. I remember looking at that and it was like, woof, they paid a lot to do that. And so, yeah, that is, that's a good point. That's very interesting. This is, we're going into, unpre- I mean, we've been in unprecedented. Un- uncharted territory. And I think my, my final thought on all of it is Pedro Pascal is the savior of 2020 streaming. Yeah. Because he's in, he's in Wonder Woman. He's in Mandalorian. Yeah. He is, he is bringing us joy in these dark times yeah, via good. streaming. He is doing, he is doing that. Good for him. You know, <laughs> good for us, good for him. Because he clearly was the decision maker in <laughs> all of these things. He's a linchpin. It's, it's the reason. This is the way, you know, he is the way. This is, yeah, this is the way. Well, thank you both for jo- joining this bonus session. Yeah, for having me. Of course. That has been our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We would love it if you could leave us a rating or review or even consider subscribing.